to another episode of the Harry D podcast. We, we took a little bit of a break, but we're back. As always, I'm Harrison, here with my lovely co-host and good friend of the show, DJ. Hello, everyone. Now, before we begin today, uh, we want to give a special shout out to one of our good buddies, uh, Braden. Happy birthday, Braden. You're 20 years old. You, you've come a long way since you were just a little guy in our lives, and we're glad you're still in it. I, I remember when he was small and not meek but like you know like oh tee hee guys i'm just trying to hang out with you and now he's like weaker yeah but now he's like six foot four i know he's taller than both of us it kind of intimidates me a little bit man's built like a tank but you know i'm like the dad he doesn't have but also does have you know like that cool uncle that comes around gives him money and life advice about oh yeah and weed and weed But anyways, now that we got our happy birthday out of the way, um, we left off talking about uh, the next Milsim West event we were going to go to, Sochi Strike, which happened in Georgia. It's been a little bit since then, so it's only right that we do a, a whole debrief of our experience there. Uh, new people we met, uh, the times we had, the fun we had, the pain we shared when we got woken up a couple times. But, you know, it, it's all in good fun and part Getting of the job. shot in the face when I was trying to sleep. <laughs> yeah same so spot. we're just gonna we're just gonna jump right into it because we don't want to waste anybody else's time um so dj first night right as we step off your thoughts before anything else happened what what are your thoughts right as we're uh, doing our first ruck march the ruck march or the little uh, uh not pt but the, the little event of them doing their buddy rush drills uh, just the ruck, like right as we got all of our stuff and they said, all right, uh, one, one, get out there, which we were first platoon, first squad, you know, that first, first platoon difference hits hard. Well, I thought it was interesting because in, you know, my line of work, I do that very often or not, not as often as I used to, but I thought it was going to be more challenging for myself, you know? Yeah, it, it makes sense that uh, that maybe this is becoming more, you're more adept to it than, say, like the last time we did it, because uh, basically another year has passed since you've been in the, I'm not going to say what, but the thing that you're in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, the ruck for me personally, it was a lot easier uh, because I knew what, it, what, what I was getting into. Like, whenever we went to uh, Solsk last year, I didn't know how the start ended up i didn't know about what we were doing uh, camping wise tactics wise but this time going into it it felt a lot more fluid because i knew what we were doing well because it's all conditioning it's like that's how you get all of it done it's like the more you know about something the easier it is to get into (coughs) i don't remember exactly uh i i don't remember exactly when we um where we got to that first night i'm trying to trying to piece it together i believe it was called objective delphi that's just the only term i got for it yeah but i'm trying to remember where 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 it was oh it was it was that it was those little buildings with the with the roofs missing that right that was our first yeah the, it was, was those like shoot houses and the shipping containers the connexes 
Yeah. Well, we were supposed to be sleeping inside a building with headquarters element because, you know, not <laughs> yeah. to toot my own horn, but like the Milson West people were very much enthusiastic to have me there. You know, not not saying I was like the greatest dude they've ever seen. All right, all right. We we get it. We get it. I think it was also a mixture of just us being first squad, first platoon. So we were kind of like there, hey, go do this, people. So they kind of scratched our back when we scratched theirs. Right, of course. And that's all you could ever, ex- you know, want from the elements of what you're doing. Like, it's not a problem. Yeah. The, it was just really, you know, the, the good things about Millicent West are camaraderie and all that other stuff and doing all the other airsoft events and you know that milsim aspect the military simulation aspect that's cool immerse yourself however i will say this time and time again two things i cannot stand about milsim west don't fuck with my sleep and don't be a dick <laughs> what did they do yeah. the first night they fucked the first up my night, sleep. The first night, I will say, I think we were relatively okay sleep-wise. Because once me, you, Jake, and... Um, oh, crap. I can't remember his name. He was the guy that was dressed up as a Serbian. He was Riley. 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 That was his name. Riley. Riley. Um, once we got done with our uh, our nightly watch, I think we were relatively fine uh, sleeping-wise. Or at least I was. Uh, I had to sleep outside because there was no room in the hole, mm-hmm. as I call it. But, um... Like, we weren't harassed that night. I think everyone was just genuinely tired on both sides of the event, NATO and Rust 4. Um, yeah, I think it was. I think we were relatively okay sleeping-wise. I wasn't able to get much sleep because I had a very, very thin sleeping bag that uh, caught on fire partially at Sauce last year, and I did not know that it was that one, and it wasn't me that caught it on fire, for anybody wondering. Um, How did it I had to sleep outside with it. It got accidentally uh, tipped over whenever we were cooking food uh, the last morning we were at Salsk, and a little bit of it caught on fire and just made a big hole in it. So I had to use that, and it was very thin already, and that hole didn't really help. So I was kind of just sleeping in my uh, plate carrier, or not in my plate carrier, I was sleeping on my plate carrier as a pillow with just this very fucking thin uh, sleeping bag. And I kept waking up like every 10 minutes and having to like convince myself like, hey, you can go back to sleep. It's okay. You're just a little cold. And um, that was probably the only bad experience I relatively had there. Everything else worked fine for me. Uh, but we're also skipping a very big detail. Well, two big details. One personal one and one for all of us. Uh, my personal one is whenever we had to hold a position, uh, I accidentally laid in an amp bed and it did not feel good. <laughs> wait you did yeah at first i was i was thinking like oh this is just the grass poking me this happens it's the south it's the wire grass area it has the name for a reason well then uh once i like adjusted a little bit i'm like huh seems like these pokes are moving so then i kind of just flipped over looked at the dirt that was underneath me i'm like oh that is an ant pile so for the next like 10 minutes i had to silently kept keep saying fuck 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 and just keep like patting my uh legs to try and like kill the ants or something and like i looked at my hands there were ants all over my hands so i had to like move them away from the shit and it 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 sucked but i i had to just i had to maintain my quietness the entire time because like 
I think it was around the time where the scouting party came up to us like, hey, we almost walked into a NATO ambush, so we need to be fucking quiet so they don't know we're here. When was this? Here. Was this when we were at the hill? Um, no, it was not whenever we were on the hill. It was uh, after we had dropped our shit and we got told, hey, we need to fucking go. Uh, whenever we did that long ass march where we just had to be fucking quiet the entire time, mm. and I believe you that, and that Warren, was that, one. that was that one. It was before we started going to where we did the eventual ambush, which we will get to in a second. Mm. It was uh, the one where you and Warren were posted up with the MG, uh, just pointed down the road, making sure that nobody was coming down. If you yeah, remember, that was. yeah. And I was laying, you were laying in the ants, and I was like, oh my god. And we got stuck in the, the tree line with the with the wadi. For those yeah. who don't know, it's, a wadi is basically just like water inside a really shit area. So, it really was. And people were stepping in it, falling in it. It was not a, not a fun time at all. It, was, it wasn't a fun time to be first platoon, but in the end, I understand why we had to do all that. Because it was either walk into an ambush or have to do that and confuse them about where we would be walking from yeah it was very it was very wet like the, the whole the whole deployment shall we say in quotation marks <laughs> was very wet our deployment and um once we eventually got up and moved to where we did set up the ambush it felt like things uh started being a lot more fluid then then if I, I said earlier that the ruck felt fluid, it was kind of like a, a loose drip fluid. But once we got to where we were actually ambushing the people, it was like water flowing because everything went right in our our part, except for the time where we accidentally did uh, friendly fire because guy didn't know what the countersign was to what we were asking and got lit up by literally everyone. But after that, when NATO started walking down the road and they were just confused as hell about what uh, was going on, it, it worked perfectly right there were no issues there were no uh there was no like uh friendly fire events as far as i know from once we got that position and um i got a lot of good revives which can be good and bad it's good for or good for me bad for the team because people get shot but i i think the funniest part of it that engagement was is uh like relatively right after it just fucking started uh whenever we were kind of like still confused like okay well is that nato or is it rust for turns out it's nato so then the guy with the blank fire gun just started fucking ripping and we we're like oh okay let's keep shooting no no harrison you're missing the best part the best part of when we were on that ambush doing the hill at the hill the friendly fire the friendly <laughs> fire i i mentioned the friendly fire part but it was the best part, man. Because he was so mad. You guys are fucking stupid, man. We're, we're already here, man. Like, it's friendlies. It's friendlies. Then why didn't you give us the challenge and pass? What do you yeah. mean, bro? It's like, that's your own fault for not knowing. I don't exactly. feel bad. I don't, I don't feel bad about that. But that it was sent out weeks prior what we were supposed to say and what they were supposed to respond with. Everyone in the Facebook group the first platoon group which i don't think it, it wasn't just first platoon at that spot it was i there was elements of fourth platoon third platoon second platoon but um it was well known what the challenge and countersign is not to mention before we stepped off 
each platoon leader told everybody in the platoons what it was. So that guy, he was just an idiot and didn't fucking listen. But do you remember uh, the part where we were in the woods? uh, You managed to get a grenade. You threw it. No, no, let me let me explain this. Do so it. Do I was it. I was with this dude named Gage. Gage, super cool dude. We had great fucking chemistry. We were just he had nods and I had a I had a gun. He his gun would go down. He would like tell me where they were. I had a laser. So he'd be like, here, two in the bushes, two fingers off. I just tap the light, do do drop people. He's like, God damn. <laughs> so I, I couldn't see, but I was just dropping people left and right. <laughs> Somehow or another, I grab this grenade off the middle of the fucking ground. <laughs> it's just <laughs> laying there. He's like, what the fuck? So I start throwing it. I'm like yeeting it in this forest. There's like 20 dudes. We're just murdering them and murdering them. They're, you know, they're reviving each other. It's whatever. But like, we're throwing the grenades in there. And like, the, the, the rest of the fucking company to the right of us is shooting at the people we're shooting at. But also us, because they don't realize that we're friendlies yet. So me and Gage is like two dudes all the way pushed up to the very edge, just dropping everybody like fucking ninjas. There's dope as shit. And then he gets shot. I go over there, bandage him up. I get shot. He comes over there and bandages me up. Do you remember? Uh, I know, go ahead. Buddy, it was like three grenades. It was amazing. I loved it. Do you remember uh, the time where I'm a? Uh... There, there was somebody that yelled for a medic and me being the squad first responder that's my priority is to go get them it's not my priority wasn't to shoot people it was to save people first mm-hmm. and then um, I'm going to try and like run at him and then I hear you say my name like specifically my name and I'm like okay fuck that guy and then I immediately made a beeline for you and went to revive you but do you also remember whenever there was one time you got a grenade and uh, the one at the, at I, the end of the, the last day or the day no, not the at the end of the last day. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. This is still ambush time. Okay. Um, you you had told me, yeah, I've already gotten so many kills with a grenade, and you got another one and threw it. <laughs> oh, yeah. But then whenever you threw it, you only got two kills that time. I'm like, damn, that was good, but not fucking good enough. Yeah, because re- it was like they were already dead, Harrison. What do you want me to do? Make them more dead? <laughs> I wanted you to wait for them to be revived and then do it again. That was a really good throw, bro. Because as soon as I got it, it was no. <laughs> oh yeah, if they if they weren't dead, you would have at least got you would have at least egged like ten of them, at the That's minimum. But then we that... go and clear with me and Angel. There's like fucking fifteen, eight or fifteen to eighteen dead dudes, like all laying on top of each other. I was like, ah. Yeah, I think Nerd. that was a good uh that was a good stepping stone to see our um our squad's uh chemistry because there were people in our squad that we didn't know there was a couple of randos like gage was one of them uh the guy that was with gage i'm sorry noah. i forget his name noah, noah. Gage and noah. yeah because i the reason i remember their names is because i was with them for like a fat <laughs> minute dude but they're like they'll... hey dj you're going on patrol i was like all right cool and i was like who are you taking gage noah harrison uh, who else did i take and fucking was it was it the other the other fucking ryan it was, excuse me. I or the other Alex. Remember. The other Alex. 
it was the two younger guys, the seventeen-year-olds, who yeah. with us they were just they they rocked with us. I, I like those guys a lot. I fuck with them heavily. I told them like, hey, anytime we're doing an event, I want you guys to be with us because you guys rock. But yeah, they were really down to join. It's just Angel didn't get their contact info the right way, so it's like that's really disheartening. I also asked them like, um, do you guys want to join our Discord server because we have a team Discord? And they said, well. Uh, I don't know if they said Angel or if they said somebody else that they thought was with us, maybe. Uh, no, they said Angel specifically because I was there for our conversation because my phone was dying too. Yeah, I remember they saying Angel, but I feel like they said they said somebody else too. But they, irregardless, Angel gave them his number instead of getting their number, which is like always what you're used to be doing. That's further down the line, a story later in the podcast. But all of our chemistry was really on point with that um i really don't have any complaints except for some of y'all got shot and went down without my permission and that's a little oh, offensive to up. me because i told you guys not to do that yeah, harrison was... at the start was like well i do not give you any permission to die like, I, I hear harrison screaming this shit in my ear and i think at one point i was like harrison shut the fuck up i'm shooting <laughs> god damn yeah it was, it was because I had... I was getting shot at and I was laying down on the ground and he was like, DJ, I was like, what? I but, yelled it to everybody whenever we had like that small squad meeting uh, before we stepped off. Whenever Jake was like, uh, everyone, this is Harrison. You did not have a, a chance to meet him yet. He is the squad first responder. And I was like, yes. And my number one rule is that you will not die without my permission. None of you have it at this moment. And then I remember at that ambush, Warren said that he went down and had to get a water revive, which means he got shot twice, which means he was down, down. And I told him, Warren, did I give you permission to get down? And he was just like, no. And I'm like, exactly. So if you do it again, I'm going to kick your ass. going to kick your ass. And this was the first like event I was formally like on paper, 100%, the squad first responder. And it was a fucking blast just doing that shit because Dude, you already know. In first platoon had like such like like you were saying like literally literally such great chemistry. Like yeah, everybody even with the other squad, was. we were we were sharing fucking food and shit, swapping stories. It was it was, it was just a lot of fun to be with everyone. Like the, legitimately, the that is guys, the H and S guys were kind of not my biggest people, not my biggest friends. But it's like you know they're H and S. I I get it. I get it. I don't even know what HNS is, but yeah, I, headquarters I agree and services. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, Sean Prozen, uh, our platoon sergeant, because not platoon dude, leader. Sean loved me. Sean dude, loved Sean me. was awesome. Our platoon was, mom, the platoon leader, the platoon leader that um, joined our Discord server, he was fucking cool too. I like that guy a lot. I'm dude, glad. Dude, when he told me I could do what the fuck I wanted, oh, it was game over. And it was, and, dude. The fact that he was like, yeah, get them on an ambush and just fuck their shit up. I was like, cool. And he, he let me take you guys. And the the combined fucking, what, six dudes? Six dudes. 30 plus fucking people. Six goddamn dudes, Harrison. Holy <laughs> fuck. I was, I was, that was a fun fucking afternoon. <laughs> so now in the timeline, I want to start shifting towards the end of the ambush. Because uh, I already talked about whenever Warren said he went down. So do you remember uh, after that, when the, the initial engagement stopped, uh, we uh, they got told, we got told, hey, first platoon, head back to uh, Delphi, go ahead and sleep. 
So we're like, all right, that's cool. And then like we maybe get three steps away, somebody yells, NATO on the road. And then a blank fire starts opening. And we're like, all right, fuck it. Let's go get them. So we just turn around, start shooting again. And um, that was a quick engagement. I think it was pretty much just like maybe two guys and NATO left that we just didn't mop up properly, which could be really bad. And you will hear later in the podcast why that's really bad. But the one, the one engagement I really didn't like was that same night. Well, because that one was during the day, or like close to the evening. That was, was that was nighttime. I think I know no. what you're referencing, and I, that was the night after that. Yeah, the 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 one where we went through all that mud and like we started at like the afternoon, yeah. and by the time it was like it was night, yeah, fuck that one. That yeah, one, that, that was one that was la- that was uh, Saturday night. Right now we're talking about Friday night, but Jesus. when we got done with their like quote second engagement at the ambush point, um, we started walking away again because we got told, "Hey, you guys are good now." go go sleep so we get maybe about like 10 feet away they start popping off again we're like nah we're going we're going to sleep we're good and then we walked back to delphi to go to sleep uh with the rest of first platoon uh because all of first platoon got relieved by the other elements that were there we get there and that's when we get into our our designated sleeping area and then there's motherfuckers sleeping there from fourth platoon and basically we're like hey headquarters said we are sleeping here and they're like well everybody's been taking other people's positions so Dude, this is i ours. was so pissed off about that oh my god i, was I know and then like i don't know if it was you bitching to me. uh prozen or prozen just straight up being like hey you guys get the fuck out no it but... was me it was me talking to prozen in the fucking um the platoon leader i was like i because remember i told them i was like I don't know what the fuck's gonna happen, but this is where my squad is gonna sleep. So I'm gonna need you guys to move. And like, but we're already here. I was like, all right, cool. And then Will's bitch ass, you know, being like, I'm non-confrontational. All right, whatever, man. He was like, let's just go. I was like, whatever. So him and Jake just start leaving. And I'm just like, no, I'm not okay with this. Fuck no, I was trying to sleep. And then we come back and then, you know, uh, he comes in, Prozen comes in and is like, fuck no, kicks them all out. And we set up shop. Yeah. See, like, I had, I had straight up told him, like, whenever, once they were said, like, we're not moving, I was like, that's straight up bullshit, man. We had our shit here. The guy was just like, well, too bad. And I was like, I don't fucking care. It's, like, 1130 at night. I just want to fucking sleep because I have not slept in a solid, like, 36 hours. And um, that's why I started looking at different shipping containers for, like, places where you could sleep. And we found that one, but it was there was mold all over it, so we were like, okay, not there. And then, uh, then uh, I hear Prozen, and I think you were near him. I hear Prozen say, "Hey, Force Platoon, get your shit, get the fuck out." And I'm it like, was. "Oh, okay." So then I start, uh, I walk back to the other guys. I'm like, "Hey, we got a spot." Prozen came through with us, and then later we learned that like you had also said something to him. So yeah. that's whenever, like, I think that's where a lot of the respect from the other people in the squad came from, because they were like, "Damn, this guy doesn't even know me," but they they went, he went to bat for me. So yeah, yeah we're gonna I, fuck like him. I said that for the entire squad. I made sure everybody in first platoon was in that fucking thing. And we were. I mean, other than the yeah, few people that had to sleep outside because of space, because we well, we yeah, were sardines. Like, he had to sleep outside. You know, I was like, "Damn, dude, you should have just came to me." I didn't like, have I, my I, spot next to you, next to the wall where I said I was going to sleep. I didn't even have that. Yeah, I we mean, just and we, you know, me and you, we do this like 
you know, the normal thing was like, yeah, I share my stuff. Like if I'm sleeping and you want to sleep and you want to use my sleeping bag, fine. If, you know, vice versa type shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm going to give like, you guys more like military shit so you're not freezing your dicks off. Because that, you know, that sleeping bag was nice as fuck. It was nice and warm. Dude, I, yeah, it was. But getting later to the second night, it wasn't an issue. But we'll get to that in a second. So once we got done with the ambush and all that and we, we went back to base and the whole debacle with like telling fourth platoon hey get the fuck out this is our spot and they moved um me you jake and riley we got put on a security uh basically just making sure nato wasn't coming down the msr and wasn't going to try and do a random ambush to us while we were trying to sleep mm-hmm. so after that uh we got off our job and we went to bed and the next morning, uh, we were all just restless as fuck, as far as I know, because I didn't get hardly any sleep, like I said earlier. Um, the next morning, there I remember that there was that, uh, there was that mission to go back to uh, the ambush point, or no, not the ambush point, beyond the ambush point, and take that place from NATO. Excuse me. And me, you, Will, and Warren... We just fucking stayed there and slept. Like, <laughs> yeah, bro. me and you, we we already had our cards punched out. We did our nightly duty and took security. I was fucking sleeping, especially I, I said that. to stay after, uh, stay outside was, that night. I was not getting up, bro. And he told me like after that, president was like, "All right, you guys are on watch. You guys don't have to do watch for the rest of it." I was like, "Yeah, I know." that that was especially with it only being like maybe an hour at most yeah dude that's what i was like fuck yes and like like, everybody else was doing watch except for us i was like oh i I love this i love this i know like an hour of watch to not have to do it for the rest of the time there that is a good fucking deal especially because like we were already awake we still had the adrenaline coursing through our veins uh based off of the engagement we were just in so we're like we weren't tired we were wide awake Bro, I slept like a fucking baby that, that day. Morning, that morning, that yeah. morning, I slept like a fucking baby too. Like, I woke up a couple times just because I already have sleeping issues. But every time I woke up, I was like immediately back to sleep. I looked up for a second, saw that NATO wasn't coming after us. I was like, "All right, we're good." I went back to sleep. Yeah, that's that's this. It's like, goddamn. Oh my god. You know what? Fuck what? MREs. Fuck Angel, <laughs> fuck Milton West. Yeah, I, I for, had a whole box of MREs, a box of MREs. I take yes. three. I, I'm like, all right, this will be my my chow. This will be my my munchins. I get ready to eat my munchins. I open up my bag. I ask my lovely friend Angel to give me my MRE. I start going through my MRE, trying to eat it. So at some point, it bursts. So it's just like, all right, all of this is with bad. Both of us. Yeah, and I'm just like, well, fuck, never mind. I'm not going to eat this then. And I, I turn around. I, I, and what do I see? Angel's <laughs> bitch ass eating the only good MRE. <laughs> Looking at me in my face. Crumbs all in his fucking beard. Getting it all over my sleeping bag like a goddamn child. Huh? Huh? The motherfucker what's, what's looks the at funniest? me. <laughs> What's the funniest thing about Angel eating a whole bunch of MREs? Because he ate a whole bunch. It's it's kind of funny, really. He, is, ate, um, he ate MREs from literally everybody. <laughs> he said the night prior, because uh, 
me, Gabe, and him had stayed in a hotel room the night prior just so we could already be at the location. It was maybe like five minutes away from the actual event place. Uh, I ordered his pizza. And he was like, yeah, with all this, I don't think I'm going to eat for the rest of the week. I'm, I'm stuffed. And I'm like, huh, nah, you'll probably eat at least a little bit. He spent like all Saturday morning after he got back from the initial engagement that went successful, then didn't go successful because they took it back. He spent a good like couple of hours just eating MREs. Dude, every two seconds that he was doing something, it was eating it. Every time we stopped, he was eating something. It didn't matter what it was, he was eating. I turn around, Angel, what are you eating on? Huh? Huh? It, just, it, was, it was funny that it was different MREs that uh, he just kept it was, eating. It was MREs. He literally just stole my MRE. That's what really pissed me off. At least he was courteous enough to give some to us. Like, he stole it. After we but caught he was... him. He After stole it, but he was being a moral. Him. He was being a moral thief. He saw. You know, I will say though that the MREs he did give us. It was us, my uh, MRE the MREs that he stole the and gave us. Uh, the beef macaroni, or the macaroni with a uh, tomato sauce. It it hit hard. Like it really hit fucking hard. Shout out to the other people in First Platoon that um, gave us MREs when we had nothing to eat. Yeah. Because if I didn't have that food, I would have not had the energy to partially i wouldn't say lead but you know what i mean like to do boog shit boog shit boog shit indeed yeah and now that um so we're we're past the part to where the uh them taking that one place worked then this is saturday second morning when me uh, you were on on the hill yeah right angel was there with us gabe was also it was around that part yeah, where nato we started giving out orders and everything we shot those two dudes off the berm nato started yeah and uh honestly it was really funny every time that our uh our cadre kept getting the uh the fucking uh megaphone and started yelling mm-hmm. at nato to like fuck off and that we're still we're gonna fucking kill them and like peel their fucking eyelids back and take a shit in them stuff like that the dude with the fucking flag bro dude the victory banner the the fucking soviet victory banner that used every victory day uh may 9th which is coming up shout out uh him i swear to god i saw him run at nato guys that were in the wood lines and when he kept running at them they fucking darted back because they were scared i swear to god i saw it there is no way that that didn't happen and uh it was really cool seeing our uh platoon sergeant from our first event uh blue jean operator it was really cool seeing him again he was on the other side and he had gotten shot because he was trying to ambush us at our oh fucking... yeah <laughs> we fucking executed his ass yeah it was really cool seeing him i'm like oh blue jean what's up man he's like hey what's up i'm like you might not remember me, but you were my platoon sergeant at Saul's class. She was like, oh, no, I remember you guys. Y'all were cool. And I was like, thanks, man. That means a lot. I mean, it sucks that you're dead and you're on the other team, but you're cool. I'm not going to lie, bro. I totally spaced on who that was. <laughs> he, he's but a cool like, dude. I, I still watch some of like his stuff. All, like all airsoft celebrities. Like Alphonse didn't know who that was. Yeah, I, didn't, I, didn't I only know knew either. who Jet was because of no- Node when yeah. they were doing airsoft ttt or whatever yeah the the good old days before you know jet turned shitty 
thank God he wasn't there at this one. He was here at Virgi- in Virginia. Or... We, I had already discussed it with other people in our squad, um, because we all have a major disdain for Jet because he's he's a cheater. I'm just gonna lay that out there. He is a big cheater, and his cronies Dude, the entire are fucking platoon was mad. I know. How do you how do you rally up a bunch of dudes who don't know each other? Yeah, exactly. But we were all going to start, if we knew where he was, we were all going to start yelling like, cheater, cheater, shit like that. Just poke fun at him. We were going to yell, uh, where's Leah, shit like that, because that's his wife's name. I really, I was really mad that I didn't have fucking grenades. And, I know, and, it, it and... sucked that we were oh very limited on pyro, but it ultimately, it it was a factor in our fun, but it wasn't the biggest factor in our fun. We, I think Here we in the works, genuinely though. had a great time. Here in the works, though, I'm trying to figure out like how to make a tagging type replica, and uh, I'm, I'm I have like the, the blueprints set out for a Mark 19. And for those who don't know, that is a automatic machine gun grenade launcher, one of the best things the the United States has ever made. And it just it's just you think you hear the sound of a grenade launcher, the thum, thum. basically like a GTA thum, thum, uh, a GTA thum, thum, grenade launcher. Thum, thum yeah yeah basically <laughs> they were they were great and um i found a system you know like the tagins use the air pressure and yeah. all that to to fire that's why they've got that big ass opening at the bottom and they use that to push all the air behind it and then push the projectile through the threaded uh barrel so what i'm thinking about is uh designing and 3d printing a tube you know it's a big ass tube that is uh rifled that fits the same groove lines as the um the projectile yeah yeah that's gonna, that's gonna be really as cool. long as it has that velocity and pressure that it needs to detonate and i think i don't know if it does spin rotation like actual grenades but yeah we'll see uh and then yeah i all all that comes from after that is just making uh links just links you know, and I, I think I figured out a system for that because if I pull my, I have a 3D printed uh, handheld grenade launcher in my hand right now. I'm very proud of it. So if I'm, <laughs> as I look at the grenade, I mean, I, I sent it to you. You know, I, I added rails and everything. I have to print the the uh, grip. Yeah, and it, it looked really, really fucking authentic and cool. Yeah. So if I look at it, if I, as as I'm looking at it right now, there's a shell. There's a oop, there's a shell. And then there's the rifling in between. So the shell, the way it would work, I guess, was the links would hook on to kind of like the actual Mark 19, hook on to the outer casing of the shell, put it in its prime position, boom. Once the projectile is, you know, uh, pushed out with all of its air and whatever, boom, it's done. Grabs the, uh, the, sh- the casing, drops it through like a bottom cylinder, where the um, casings would drop down to in the links. Casings in the links, boom, dropped. After that, it slides the second link using a down ramp and the air pressure to as a catalyst to push it back. So the system would push the thing forward, push the projectile forward at the same time as it's pushing it in. Once it's seated, it would grab the base end of the cylindrical uh, grenade like shell the outer shell pull it back right 
and then as it's pulling that motion back, the air pressure that's re-releasing into the, the blowout valve <clears throat> would then pull the claw up forward, resetting the um, link, making it, sounds... it an all-in-one system. Very complex, but it sounds like it's a, a very like high reward complex. Uh, think about like air shooting. So uh, how do I how do I explain this? Imagine you uh, you have a uh, what are those things? Slingshots, right? You put yeah. the thing in the slingshot, right? Yeah. And the the rubber band comes back, right? It, it just kind of flops back once you shoot your initial shot. We're using that residual energy to recock the gun and pulling using that recocking mechanism it's pulling over the uh the link it, it sounds get like a chance, just, it sounds like it, it, it sounds like it would be a very good asset to have but that, oh, that's kind definitely. of it's kind of us getting a off fucking, on a tangent now uh, uh, yeah but think about it a fucking mark 19 <laughs> shooting taggins Oh on no! A truck. It, it, would, it would definitely it, fuck. It, it would fuck. Boop, boop, boop. And because it's, it's man portable too, you don't you don't have to just put it on like vehicles. You can carry that bitch around. Kinda so like instead of having just a machine gun, yeah, we have a machine gun section. And he's shooting fucking grenade launchers or grenades, dude. And what what I really want to do is get it to where we can just like take other people's taggings. It's like, hey, my launcher's down, but I have these taggings, and I want you guys to shoot them. All right, cool. Right, ain't no issue. Oh. Yeah, we just load it in there, ching, rack it back, you know? Boom. Yeah. So that's the whole thing with like its bolt system. Like you'd have a bolt system independent. So you lock the bolt back to the rear, have the claw grab the bolt, so the bolt is only there for the initial the initial charging for like most HPA systems. You know, you have to initially pull the charger to get the, the pressure and everything to go. Yeah, it it sounds like uh it would be a good thing to have with us, but uh, where we left off in the timeline now is it's mid-morning Saturday, so we've already done with some uh, NATO uh, prodding our position. They know where we are. We know where our encampment is, so I don't know if it's uh, who had the idea to do this, but uh, somebody went on a scouting mission to just get a lay of the land type shit because there's only so much that you can learn from maps. You don't know where exact things are. You don't know what the terrain's like. You don't know if it's hilly, if it's flat. Maybe you know a little bit of it, but not the full thing. And considering it's the wet season or the start of the wet season in uh, the south in Georgia, uh, it's there's probably a little more overgrowth than usual, or at least starting to become mm -hmm. more. So right. we randomly get told by HQ, uh, by Sean Prozen and everybody in HQ, hey, we have another place we can camp. You don't have to go. <laughs> you are you're laughing because you know what I'm talking about. You don't yeah. have to go, but if you do, you're not gonna regret it. And us, because uh, most of us in the squad, we had we had, the uh, last time we were at our Milson West event was Sosk, so it was all outside. There was no indoor. The only indoor was the shoot house on the last day, and that was NATO territory. So there was no way we were getting that. But um we're sleeping in a structure for once so we're like there's probably not much better than this so this should have no, to be you gotta describe good. the structure. you gotta describe literally describe imagine it. four concrete walls four concrete walls 
a small divider wall in the middle of it with two doorways on both sides, a roof, and a roof but that's not gone. a roof, but it's not fully closed, and windows on two sides of it that are really big and open and exposed. So we're thinking, okay, this is probably the best we're going to be able to do, but we're getting told by HQ that we should probably go here. So you know what? Fuck it. Why not? And we kind of, uh, because with everybody trying to get their shit together, some people still on guard duty because NATO may be coming back around. Uh, we kind of got, excuse me, I'm so sorry for burping this many times during the podcast. Uh, we kind of got split up, but it was like three groups of us getting split up in just first squad alone. Uh, Jake, who was the squad leader, uh, he, and I think two other people, uh, went before us with like the part of HQ that it came back to get us. And once I explain where we were going, you'll really see the first platoon difference and why we were basically their babies and we did shit for them. Uh, the second group was, I know it was me and you DJ and a couple of other guys that were with us. Uh, and then the last one was basically just, um, the cleanup crew or not the cleanup crew because that sounds really rude but the rest of the people in uh first squad so we're rucking down probably a mile down the road it's already been raining it's all muddy and shit we're fucking tired we're a little irritable because like we're having to carry our ruck gear from the only structure that we really knew about that we were going to be able to stay in and now we have to leave it because we got told hey there's another place we're going to uh camp at so we're going down the road and then over the radio somebody says uh just look for the mansion and we're like what the hell does yeah, that it was mean fucking, it was alex or not alex it was fucking i think it was it was, it was jake was, that said it somebody was trying to talk to me on the radio because i was trying to hail somebody and nobody was answering comms and i was like all right whatever i guess i'm fucked then yeah because we just got told look for the mansion so we're like fucking mansion is that some sick joke or something and then we go past this clearing, look to our left, and oh, there's a house. An actual house. I mean, it's it's for training, but it's an actual house. Like, it's a full house. And we're like, there's no fucking way. I remember platoon. the platoon leader was with us. And he, was like, he wasn't yeah. even sure what it was. Even he was like, yo, what the fuck? So we're, we're just like, there's a house? We, we get to stay in it? And I remember... um platoon leader and felipe the uh the platoon medic who was also a cool dude i want to give him a shout out he was really fucking felipe. cool um they're like okay well we're gonna sleep at the garage port uh and uh the platoon leader is like well there's a treadmill i'm sleeping on that we're like okay that's cool but there's a fucking house so we all go inside and originally we're like oh man we're, we gotta we gotta fucking take this we, we, we're having this kitchen area there's enough uh there's enough place for all of us in the kitchen because it was it was a moderately big kitchen but it wasn't a huge kitchen it was enough for us all to sleep on and then i go down the hallway i take a look at the first room on the right i look at the ground there's carpet everywhere else it's concrete so immediately i come and grab you I'm like dj there is a room with carpet and you look at me and you're like get your shit we're going to go sleep in there <laughs> And then we grab yeah, and there was, we grab Angel, we grab the two seventeen year olds, and that sounds a little weird when I say it out loud, but I swear it's okay. Yeah, just 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 call them the new joints. Just the, say new joints. The younger guys. We grab them, 
and we're like fuck it this is our room that's whenever i took out my notepad i put uh first squad gang banging nato bitches and i just put yeah. it on the wall so there's no way somebody can be like well this room was unclaimed and, I'm like, and every, fuck, no, it's everybody not. else was like I everybody think, else was like oh yeah you guys are gonna get sick it's, it's gonna be dusty terrible. i think they were just a little salty that they didn't find it first <laughs> i uh, we offered to let them in there too. Know, there was there was only five of us in the room like there was enough spot for at least three to four more people but they just didn't want to do it and honestly i'm fine with that because i had enough space to fucking sleep it was nice and warm in there because oh all gosh, the heat was, was getting warm and trapped. It was comfortable oh my gosh that was like literally that night the only time i woke up in which i'll get to in a second you already know what i'm talking about yeah but we find that structure we're we're so fucking happy like it's amazing that we're there we literally start day drinking while we're there we, we we day drink i almost wanted to bust out our victory cigars right then to be like dj we fucking found it we're fucking good <laughs> and yeah, then, it then sean prozen comes into the uh the living room and uh he says um hey we got a mission we got to go do so me because i didn't go on the morning mission i'm like all right i haven't been on a mission today I need to fucking do it. And most of us were we were we were ready to go. He said, uh it's gonna be it's gonna be a march. Like it's it's a good at least three miles march that we're gonna do. Oh boy. <laughs> so yeah. this is this is about mid afternoon on Saturday. And we start we we get into our positions, uh our marching orders, and we start going. I was thinking Okay, we're going to cut through a couple of tree lines. We're, we're just going to take an express route somewhere. We're, we're going to go get them. We're going to go get those boys. No, it was a lot more complicated than I thought. There was a lot of walking through forest. There was a lot of walking through mud to the point Are of Are you talking about the one where we were at, at night? Is that the one? Yes, it's, it's afternoon. It's starting to turn night. I was thinking oh like... God. I and was we got thinking, separated. Oh my god, yes. that one sucked, dude. It was it was that not the best so planning, if I have to say. Which, no offense to Prozen, he is an amazing platoon sergeant. I don't think that was Prozen's call, though. I think it was more the cadres, honestly, because I think he wanted to prod at NATO. They were like trying to, yeah, they were trying to force an engagement. Yeah, I remember now that they were saying like, "Look, if we do this, there's a big chance they're not going to fuck with us at night." Foreshadowing, but um my boots when we first got there were ATAX FG whenever after that engagement alone my boots were no longer ATAX FG they were basically black I even asked a couple of y'all like hey out of curiosity what color do you think my boots were when I first got here and usually like I asked Will and he was like black they're probably your normal black boots I usually wear and I was like I, I raised up my pant leg a little bit and he saw that it was ATAX and he was like oh fuck yeah, he thought mine were ATACs. That's that's just how muddy it was. So we get to yeah, mine our, are still brown right now. Yeah, mine are too. So we get to our attack position, uh, which there was a lot of miscommunication with it. I know some of the guys, not first squad, because we we all maintained our professionalism relatively. I don't want to say professionalism, just lack a better term. Uh, we all maintained our composure shit like that 
we did what we were told and there was a couple of guys I, I don't i don't think they were first platoon because i feel like it was more than just first platoon that went um so on that burn that we were like on the other side of to where nobody could see us there was a couple of guys from other platoons that had gone to the top of it like fucking idiots because we got told don't go to the top yet so us we're low if there's anything poking out it's maybe the little bits of our head just to see over it nothing else that's it but they they are skipping over like the eight things of walking we did back and forth over like six different fucking berms that was that was starting to get there and there was like multiple guys that were just standing on top of it like huh i wonder where they fucking are and they were just looking around and we're like get the fuck down and they just looked at us confused and we're like get the fuck down and then Prozen has to come over and basically reprimand them saying hey you're a fucking idiot get down and it takes a lot for Prozen to say that you're a fucking idiot because Prozen he's a Bro, really he, cool guy see that like you could tell that all the dudes that were in like the service it was because they were getting mad and it was funny watching <laughs> them get mad and it was like none of us could fucking yell the way we would want to because <laughs> there's a point where he was you remember when he and i were both screaming at the same time yeah and we kind of just looked at each other and we were like oh yeah like you, you can't say funny. it civilians won't understand and i yeah, say that as a dude, civilian i started dying bro it was, it's just, it was it was funny it was like yes people you understand what i'm mad thank there, you there's so much shit you wanted to say but you realize they're not in the service Time and a place, man. Time and a place. So after all that, uh, we had to go over like a couple of different berms, and eventually NATO saw us because it wasn't just the first berm that people were standing on the top of. No, it was like every single one. There was always at least one to two guys that were like, "Huh, let's let me stand Dude, on the top of this." I almost had to yank Angel down when he had the PKM. I was like, "Angel, get the fuck down, dumbass." I think what it was is that some of them were having main character moments, and they thought, huh, this is this is it. This is war. And we're like, hey, get this the fuck the down. <laughs> and That's funny. what was really funny is when we first got to the berms, mm. it was like, it was getting darker, but it wasn't dark yet. By the time we got to the last berm, like maybe five to ten minutes later, pitch black. There was no warning about it getting dark immediately, but it just fucking happened. And that's what makes it crazy, you know? Yeah, I know. It was very unpredictable, which was hilarious to me, honestly. That's what's always enjoyable about the event. It's like you you never know what you're gonna go and do until you do it. I know. I, I love that about them. So we get to the last berm, we start doing our engagement, but the only issue is that basically seven out of ten guys on nato have nvgs and maybe two out of ten guys on rust four have nvgs so you could clearly Hopefully see we can change like that's why i want to push our squad technologically because if you know you know my motto build never buy yeah so if we can if we can work on what i'm getting what i'm working on if you know what i mean yeah so more so to come it, on that but it's it's yeah. it was basically like it was a losing engagement from the start. It, it, I don't think it was. I don't think we were supposed to take that position. I think it was more a let's harass them so they think we're going to keep doing it every night or all night. So then they stayed the fuck there so we can sleep. But long story short, we got our ass kicked. 
we got it handed to us. Like, there was no way around it. We got fucked. So then, uh, right. I get you. So then, like, we're walking back to our, uh, to our fucking camp. And it was a long walk back on that MSR. I think it was like three miles that we had to walk. And our feet are already cramping. They're already fucking blistering. It's. So we're, once we got there, my understanding was is that we did the first night watch. We got told by Prozen, you don't have to do it anymore. The rest of the event, you're good. So I basically make sure I got all my shit in order, got my gun handy just in case I need it, foreshadowing, and <laughs> we're done. We're done. I'm going to sleep. So I think what it was is that there wasn't enough people on watch that night to fully secure the area. Because what mm -hmm. I think it also was is that I think some parts of first squad don't mean to throw our boys under the, uh, the bus or anything, but I gotta Damn, say... Damn, this piece of shit, you just, you're just fucking us yeah. all over, huh? You absolute bitch. I think no, what I... it was is that first squad took sean prosen looking at the four of us that did watch the first night saying hey you guys did watch you don't have to do it anymore i think they took that as oh nobody in first squad has to nobody but yeah he was probably only talking to us kids were just like you know doing whatever the fuck they wanted like none of first squad but it's just like a lot of the people in the platoon were just like just doing whatever the fuck they wanted and it was yeah. getting on my nerves Honestly, yeah, but I mean, end of the day, they paid just as much as us, maybe, to be there. So you can't really be pissed off at them just because they're doing their thing, trying to have a good time with their buddies. But um, once, uh, once I put my head down, I was just so fucking exhausted from the day prior or the the day we had just had, especially from that last March. I was like, I am asleep. That is the best sleep I had ever had at a Milson West event. Granted, I've only been to two, but that was the best sleep I had ever had at a Milson West event. And that's when shit got fucky. Because all I remember is just me putting my, my head down, closing my eyes, going to sleep, then immediately hearing NATO's outside. Do you remember that? Yeah, no, I, I got it. I'm trying to piece it all together in my head. So, like, what... Basically, what I remember from right as I hear NATO's outside, I open my eyes, I look over at you, you're kind of, like, wiping yours, and I'm trying to, like, piece together, like, hey, is this is this actually happening? Somebody says it again. Oh, yeah, when we're, like, in the... We're in the bed, we're, like, sleeping, yeah. and NATO's, like, raping us with a fucking grenade. Oh, my God. Yeah, I hear somebody else yell, NATO's outside. I see people rushing down the hallway. It was the platoon the dad. Yeah. It was the platoon dad. And I'm like waking you and Angel up. And I'm like, bro, he's like, if you guys want to keep sleeping in here, you guys got to wake up. And I was like, yeah. what the fuck is he on? So we, next thing I we hear both, is boof, boof, boof. I was like, yeah. oh, what the fuck? I, I start hearing grenades go off. So then me and you stand up. We get our fucking pants on. And... Uh, Bro, that was like the one night I tried to get actually comfortable. I regret it. Yeah. I knew I should try to get comfortable. It, it was the one night where I like let my guard down. So I'm like, I was like, we're at the edge of the fucking map. 
There's no way they're gonna walk this this Bro, fucking distance ass, over at here. At the edge of the map, they were on the other side, like hella far too. And I think that was part of their plan. Is like we weren't expecting the shit, so it worked in their favor. So all of us in the room, we're, we're starting to get ready. Some of us more than others. Not gonna name names. Uh, so <laughs> me, you, and Alex, we get ready. Uh, Nate was still in his sleeping bag, but he had his gun pointed at the door. Because and... Nate was like, bro, I don't want to get up. I was like, Nate, you're going to get shot. Bro. Yeah. So Alex, funny. he fucking posts outside the door, like on the door frame and points his gun out, shoots twice, and they get shot himself. So I pull him back in. I pull him back in. This is whenever you're going to the closet and posting up. I pull him back yeah. in, have him sit on the wall. I basically like get up against the door frame, turn, see the NATO guy, which it's pitch black. The only reason I saw him is because he had his NVG light on. So I see him. I swear to God, I popped him like three times because I saw my BB. Oh, no, we, we dropped a lot of the NATO dudes, and they just weren't calling their hits. Yeah. At all. In which I saw, uh, I literally saw my BBs bounce back towards me because I was hitting him in the plate carrier. I heard him getting hit in the plate carrier. But all he did Shoot was, uh, all he did was is like kind of shift to the side so it seems like I'm not hitting him. And then I just kind of look, and I'm like, okay. And I turn and fucking pop him again. But this time I pop him in the face. And how I know I popped him in the face is because he grunted because he got hit. And I think he realized I heard him grunt. So he couldn't be like, oh, you didn't hit me. So he goes down. And then I get ready to try and pop another target. And I see a grenade bounce off the wall and come into the room. And I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> so I was just like, grenade. And then, like, I just wait, like, two seconds. I'm like, I could kick it out. And then I look at it, and it goes off. I thought about that. I was like, like, bro, you should have just kicked it. It it was like, I thought it was going to go off a lot quicker than it did. Fuck you, Angel. Just fuck you, Angel. (laughs) I will give it to Angel, though, that Nade did kill all of us. Except you, because you were in the closet. So it couldn't kill you. Yeah, I was hiding in the fucking closet like a smart man. uh, And Angel, it wasn't near Angel. He would have been fine. It was it was within the ten feet. I, I will give that to him. It did kill him. That grenade. But me and uh, me and Nate, no, me and Alex are laying on the wall down, and I see no, your was, gun. That was you and Nate. That was that was you and Nate. Alex okay. was on the other side. Okay, so it was Nate. So me and Nate are down on the ground on the wall, yeah. and he kind of like tilts his head forward a little bit, and I see your gun, and I'm like, Nate, back up. Nate, back up. And he kind of like he looks at me a little confused. And I like tap him on the plate care or the chest and he backs up and he looks and he sees you and he's like oh and that's whenever the other two nato guys came in so uh no, it, was th- it was four of them four because of i them. dropped two in the hallway and then the other dude he can't the, the two that were clearing the, the the room i waited for them to get inside and i was like dude, 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 dude. and they i killed one he was like ah, ah screaming in the hallway but he can't tell anybody so i was i didn't say a word i wish i reloaded i wish i reloaded so I'm sitting there. I'm I'm waiting. It's like two, three minutes go by. My sweat beaming down my face. Glasses on, mask up, and I'm sitting here looking at it. And I'm just like, "All right, I got this. I got it. I'm waiting. I'm waiting." And next thing I know, dude, drop two dudes. All right, cool. The next two dudes come on. I shoot them. The one guy gets hit in the chest, and he flanks onto the wall. I know it hit him. And then the other dude comes over and I got shot twice in the face. Same spot that I always get shot in the face. It, it was just ridiculous. You know what this asshole has the 
undecency to say. Just the, the, the absolute audacity. You were dry firing. Like, I didn't just sit here and unload in his ass. It was, it was just, it was ass. The whole time, that entire engagement, all NATO was doing was just throwing grenades after grenades after grenades after grenades. I don't even understand where they, A, get all the grenade funding from, because every time I try to buy, like, EG-67, they are always out of stock. Or B, like, what the fucking, like, they would, accuracy by volume, I guess, because it's just like, goddamn, man. The grenade spam was real. It was good, but, you know, that whole engagement when we were trying to defend the house... It was, it was, it was something else because, you know, uh, Warren and everybody, we had like a whole foolproof plan, you know, that, that was the plan, you know, that's what kicked off like the whole, all right, well, NATO killed us. They did a raid on us in our home base, but we have nowhere else to push. So we got to stay here. And it was just like, well, all right. And then after that whole thing, it's like we had someone on watch and security. Yeah. They tried to push back a couple of times, but we still we still kept them you know on their toes relatively and the the only really shitty part about that was the fact that like i got woken up out of my sleep just (laughs) shot in the face yeah i was gonna say the worst part of the event is me getting woke up that's the only part i didn't like everything else was amazing to me but the fucking i I was trying to fucking sleep for once and that really pissed me off i mean Pretty much, like, after that, like, immediately after that, when NATO fucking, like, they fucked off, uh, they honestly, like, if I was wearing my plate carrier, they could have looted me for a lot of shit. Because I had found a lot of medic waters throughout the, uh, the day Saturday. I was carrying, I think, like, eight. And... The, the re like they didn't ask about looting us which they couldn't have looted us because we didn't have our stuff on and as far as I know like unless they uh, specifically Dude, I, I barely had my goddamn pants on <laughs> I know like I remember like I slept in my fucking underwear that night that's how comfortable yeah, I was bro too. I was I was genuinely fucking comfortable I know genuinely and it was like right as we got woke up we kind of just looked around for a second kept hearing that they were outside started hearing the grenades go off they're like fuck let's put our pants on so i didn't even have shoes on i had my fucking socks on and that was it i didn't have shit on i just put my pants on i was like i'm not gonna fucking move I after know. i got shot in the face because you guys were already getting shot through the doorway what sense is me like peeking out of the doorway so it's just like fuck it whatever and i i hate to say it but nato rolled our shit that night like we were caught off guard 100 percent i was yeah, fucking I snoozing that. But you know when we caught them off guard, it was a whole other, a whole other story. A shout out to those dudes in the fucking forest, man. The, what was it like? The five dudes that was holding it down last day, man. Fuck that was. Yeah. We were two of them, which we can get to that in a second. Uh, but the rest of the night was pretty quiet. They didn't come after us again. I think they kind of figured like we're defeated. We just want to fucking sleep. So, uh, daybreak. Uh, we get our final orders for the day. And we know NATO's coming for us. They know where we are. They know that uh, all the positions that we have. So we're just kind of like, well, we're going to go out. Let's go out with a fucking bang. So me, you, Jake, and Will, because it was four of us originally, we get told, hey, go do an ambush. 
go hide in the woods. When they start coming down the MSR, fuck their shit up. And His exact I, words were, go over there, take these dudes, fuck their shit up, and leave. I was like, say less. But I also remember before we left, they said, your sacrifice, I mean service, is appreciated. <laughs> we were not expected to return. Because whenever us four started walking down the road, I, I told you all, look, we're not expected to survive. But that is not an excuse to fucking die. I did not give you permission. So we're working our way down the MSR and then we break off to go to our ambush point and we're doing all the sneaky shit. And, uh, I remember that there was like, we get past Delphi cause we had gone beyond Delphi at our new camp. Uh, so we go past Delphi. There's nobody there. It looks like nobody's there. And then, uh, we, um, go into the woods and I remember that there was like a couple of guys that we weren't sure if they were NATO or not. They passed us. I don't believe they were NATO, but we weren't sure 100%. And uh, we get to our point. We're set up. We hear them coming down the road. And then randomly fucking <laughs> Alex just comes up behind us. And we're telling him like, get the, get the fuck down. Get the fuck down. And Alex is on the radio. I was like, Alex, what the fuck? Yeah. Was like, oh, oh, he was originally on the MSR. Do you remember he was originally on the road? And we had to tell, yeah, like, like, we had to whisper, we had to whisper through the woods, go around the back and come to us. And then he got spotted. And like, that's what fucked us over, Loki. Well, what's funny is that he got spotted, but they didn't suspect anybody else was with him. They only focused mm -hmm. on him and all that. Because... You and Will still did your still did your grenade throws when one of their squads came up on the MSR and we ambushed the fuck out of them. And you know, BB's flying. We're like, "Fuck it, this is how we're going out. We're gonna fucking get them." And uh, when we attempt to exfil, that's whenever they started coming around the back and shooting us from there. But their biggest issue, and why I always preach, dead check. Yeah. They didn't get me. <laughs> Those fucking dumbasses, bro. Ah, we're dead. We're dead. Oh, no. All oh. I did was lay on the ground. I didn't once say, oh, I'm dead or anything like that. I laid on the ground. I still have my gun pointed in a certain direction. There was one point where, where I, I, I started moving around to, like, rotate to see where everybody was because I thought they were fucking coming for me. But no, yeah, we they thought they were gonna come in here and do dead checks. But the fact that they didn't even and we killed some of them at the start, bro, they were fucking dumb. Yeah. So all they did was they revived their guys and they fucking oh, started oh. looking at it again. Pause for a second. Back to back to the house. Once we woke up in the morning, I was really upset. I had to take a piss. So I take a piss on a tree, and at my feet is a fucking grenade. <laughs> That's important to the story that Harrison's telling. I'm, I'm I, I promise you. I remember one time when I went to go piss, I found a fucking, uh, a tourniquet. I left, uh, I, I went to, uh, Sochi. One tourniquet got issued another one. I left Sochi with five tourniquets just because I looked around and found them. I didn't steal them from anyone. And one of them is not even a Milson West issued one. It's like one you get online. Bruh. This is why you do battlefield pickups. 
as a guy who is a as a guy who is a medic, finding five tourniquets that is fucking amazing. I can't use all five of them, but I can surely carry them. And if somebody is down, put one on them. Simple as that. Yeah. But going back to Sunday morning, the ambush. So the first ambush, it kind of went as expected. We killed some of them. I expected us to get our ship pushed. They didn't check me. They did not do dead checks. The one guy that they should have killed, they didn't kill. So I go around. I start reviving. Uh, we pick up uh, Nate, or no, Alex, from uh, where he was down at. And we just hunkered down again because we tried to leave. But then they started coming up. The, another squad started coming up the MSR. Then... I look out back and deep in the woods from the field that we crossed into, NATO is crossing that one. So our fucking exit strategy, it's gone. The best we could do is cause a disturbance. And that we did. You throw another grenade at them, basically the same plan as before, but it was more effective. Yeah, no, this me time. and Will so so what happened was me and Will threw two grenades, killed like five to six people each in the middle of them. He's like, they're, they're already passing. I was like, no, Will, they're already past us. He's like, oh. So I was like, throw one at the back. I'll throw one in the front. We got them. That's when they were like freaking out. Like, oh, grenades, grenades. Ah! And they went around back. And like, you shot those two dudes. And I was covering the flank. And then I bumped you off. I, uh, I shot three more dudes. Will bumped me off. And we're just buddy rushing backwards, shooting people as we're escaping. The only Good. issue this time is one... They did dead check, and two, they got me this time. They did dead check. They, they, they because they, their command, we could have killed their commander if we would have waited two more seconds. We could have killed the commander. That would have broke up their chain entirely. But yeah, they they did what they were supposed to this time. I remember after they got us, they did dead checks and everything. Which the guys that came up to us, they were pretty cool guys. Uh, we we had a little bit of banter with them. It was all right. Uh. We got out of the woods, did our whole, hey, we're dead, dead rust for moving, because we knew where the actual engagement was going on, where it was the, uh, where the, um, uh, debrief for the event was going to be at, so we start walking there. And we meet up with, uh, the cadre for NATO, and they're like, I literally told these guys, go into the woods and make sure they are fucking dead. And what do they do? They keep walking down the road. Bro, that shit was funny, bro. He was so mad. He's like, you guys are fucking retarded. <laughs> And he was like, you got, you Rust War guys, you did amazing in there. You fucked us up entirely. But they didn't yeah. fucking check. Hey, was, you're welcome. That's the DJ fucking guarantee, you know? I was just like, you know, I was the one guy that y'all should have killed. You didn't fucking do it. And that's what fucked him up more. And uh, the last big piece of the event. Okay, I don't want to say the last piece because there's one more piece that I want to talk about after this. But when we get back to... Uh, to the house where the final engagement is going on NATO's besieging it they're kicking Rust 4's ass etc etc whenever we're there waiting for the event to end and we're just shooting the shit with a couple of other dead Rust 4 guys those motherfuckers in the woods that just kept dropping NATO over and over and over no matter how many grenades NATO threw no matter how many BBs they railed in a guy with a fucking saw like <laughs> the machine gun started shooting into the woods could not hit the guys no, was, dude, it was two machine guns. It was two machine guns. There was, like, two guys. There was an HVA saw and uh, an M60. 
I honestly thought that there was two guys that they had they did shoot. I think there was like three guys in the woods. There was two guys they did shoot. They came out. There's still that last guy in there. He just kept racking up bodies. And every time another dead NATO guy, we just kept going, and just having a good fucking time with it. I honestly thought for a moment that guy was going to single-handedly flip the event to where we won. Because we technically did lose. But him dropping NATO after NATO after NATO and them just not being able to get revived because they kept getting dropped. It was, it I was thought like that guy was going to take like this. an hour of just fucking it was, getting it done. It was, it was fucking beautiful. And that was that was another one of my favorite moments of that because I wasn't even participating. I was watching this shit, and as a spectator, it was fucking cool to see. And it was good. Dude. It was a good time. It really was. And then but that that <laughs> that was so true. You know, that was it was a good one time. more event I want to talk about, and it was probably the funniest part of the entire event. And you'll know what it, I mean whenever I'm, I start talking about it more. So okay. we're doing our debrief. Uh, NATO on one side, Rust4 on the other. Uh, the guy that is like co-creator of Milson West, uh, Josh Warren, he's talking. He's he's getting advice from us. Wanted to hear our uh, uh, our opinions on the event, how it happened, and all that. He goes to start asking who was like, "Are you shouldn't Yes, that's Fuck what that I was guy. going for. Like, well, I, I, I knew we were going. A guy on NATO said, hey, we I think we should eliminate all the day drinking. It's setting a bad example. And then just immediately all of <laughs> Fucking Rust Riley, was, dude. <laughs> everyone on Rust 4 was just like, boo. Oh. At, first, at first, Sean Prozen was also saying boo. But then he got then, elbowed yeah. by one of the other cadres. And he was like, okay, I'll stop. <laughs> and then Josh Warren saying, hey, guys, we can't be doing that. And I, I, I looked at the guy that said it. He just, he was so pissed that we did that. It was yeah, so Yeah, because, dude, funny. I was booing him in his face. Like, fuck you, dude. Like Everyone was booing him. Like, when he said it, he was like, we, we should we should stop drinking at these events because it's setting a bad example for the younger guys. It's unprofessional or blah, blah, blah. Everyone like, on Rust 4. Even the younger up. guys that didn't drink, they were saying boo. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I think, Bro, I think Riley though, Riley getting shit faced and then puking. Yes, that that was pretty funny. <laughs> ten out of ten, bro. That because Riley was like and like shooting. That that shit was funny. <laughs> it, it's definitely Imagine gonna be a memory of his. By a drunk dude. It, it's going to be a memory of his anytime he goes to another Milson West. And yeah. with that, we did our whole spiel with like. Uh, telling the younger guys hey you guys fucking rocked we like what y'all do we fuck excuse me again we fuck with y'all we want y'all to join us if y'all can any other time and uh the platoon leader joined our discord server shout out to him again he's a really cool guy uh hey and if uh, anybody happens to see this you know you want to join the discord or, or or you know what what have you uh just we'll we'll try to get you guys in there you know Riley, Alex, uh, other Alex. Yeah, other Alex, Nate. Nate all you guys, you're, you're welcome. You know, we want you here. We, we like training with you guys. You're, you're in PA. I, I, you know, I don't want to put your business out there, but, you know, we have ways of connecting with you guys. Uh, you know, we're currently working on, like, the whole travel bus thing. Also, Harrison, I forgot to tell you, I put in a bid for a bus, and um, I might get it. Awesome. Yeah, that's going to be fucking cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
everybody that was new to our squad, new to our group, Gage, uh, they were all fucking cool. I have no issue with them. Uh, legitimately, it felt I felt like a good camaraderie with everyone. Not even just our friends that we usually hang out with, but like the new guys. Like it felt like we were actual fucking battle buddies. Like we had gone through the shit together, and that may sound uh, really juvenile coming from a civilian from your standpoint, DJ. But it genuinely felt like we had went through the shit together because we kind of, no, in a way, we it was did. A good time. If it if it sucks, it sucks. Like that that was one of the more fun events for me. It it sucked, but it was a fun suck. It sucked because like we had to go through mud and shit like that. But it was like, damn, this is actually fun because we're doing shit. Like if it was easy, that wouldn't have been as fun. We'd been like, ah, it's just an easy event. But since it was uh, difficult, I think that's why it made things seem a lot funner. And yeah, uh, no, I, I enjoyed myself thoroughly. I think everyone in the squad performed uh, relatively well, uh, with all things considered. Uh, the new guys that were with us, uh, like our friends, new guys that had went to the event, uh, there was some hiccups, but ultimately we went off with a chin up, uh, did amazing. I think there was a lot of squad but, uh, cohesion. I think it was a lot of fun. If you uh, if you do want to join the Discord and all that other good stuff. Just hit us up at the Instagram at Harry D Podcast. Yeah, Harry D Podcast. Uh, yep, if you guys, have any, uh, guys have any topics that you want us to all talk about? Just let us know. Hit us up on the Harry D Podcast. Help us grow yep, on yep. there. It always helps us uh, support. Uh, yep, yep. Just Mom Designs, who is a big supporter of our podcast. She's a very nice woman. Yep, yep. She's a great woman. Uh, with my, they just supported a uh, local. Um, MS walk, and that's something that's really important to me that I'll touch on a different uh, day. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you guys have a good one. I've been D, and I've been Harrison. Have a have a good night. Ninety three.